and welcome to another edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. Goshen News Sports Editor Austin Huff in here with the studio with you. And uh, Goshen News Sports Reporter Evan Leepak as well. Evan, we're uh, back in studio for the first time in two weeks. How's it feel? Didn't miss it. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, thanks. Right. The, the loyal listeners. <laughs> it's great to know. be back. It's great to yeah. be back. Would rather still be on vacation, but you know, it is what it is. I think we'd you all have rather to work, be on. So I think I, I think, you know, we'd all rather be on vacation probably. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. I like work, but you know, the beach sounds great too. Oh, it was fantastic. Had a great time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we had our special trivia edition last week. The Pre-taped edition I lost. that I dominated, of course, again. So wasn't a do- I mean, no, it was, it was not dominant. It was pretty close. It was like seven to five and a half. I yeah, think would it be the final close. score. That's close. Yeah, I just I won with Field of Dreams more than anything. Yeah, I did take the L though. It is what it is. It's tough. So it's now tough. you're two and one. Yep. All right. Our three that's trivia pretty games. much pretty much going to be it. Probably. Who knows? We might have to do another one at some point. I don't know. Yeah, so, maybe. Anyway, we've had someone sitting in this room for a couple minutes, just awkwardly sitting there in silence, so we should probably introduce him. Um, We have a guest today, this week. He is the current head coach, cross-country coach at Goshen College. Held that role since 2015. Um, Has also had a coaching stop at Fairfield High School. Got a team to semi-state at Fairfield. Pretty pretty impressive stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, As in his time as Goshen College coach, they, he has led the men's t- program to three straight NAIA national championship meet appearances. Top 25 finishes all three years. 19th, 22nd, 24th, last three years consecutively. And also has uh, built up the women's program of two. They have been a solid contender within the Crossroads League for the last couple of years. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Rustin Nice is here. Rustin, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me in. Did, I appreciate it. Did you like that? Here. Did you like all that? That was a we lot. We did some research, man. Yeah, yeah, you did some research. <laughs> I, I'm impressed with that. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing what Justin DeWeese puts on the website, or Tony Miller before him. You know, they're yeah. the real MVPs of the of the whole operation. So yeah, I like what, to think I have a digital footprint. You know, so you can find some stuff out there. Yeah. Oh, and I also forgot. Um, associate athletic director mm-hmm. at Goshen College, unofficially since February of 2020, mm-hmm. officially since like April of 21, yeah, whenever I don't, Erica I don't know. became AD. Like yeah. that's that's what I always think they should be getting both official. Yeah, yeah, that that's when it was official, but it's kind of been unofficial for a while. So right, you were interims for a year mm-hmm. plus. Yeah, so just yeah. in time for the pandemic. Yeah, yeah it yeah, happened right. just before the pandemic. Yeah. That was that was <laughs> stressful. Yeah, I remember talking to both you and Erica like in. March or April when that first happened and it was like so and Erica was pregnant Mm -hmm. so she's like pregnant and you know has to be the interim AD and you're the interim I guess the good thing was you didn't have to worry about like organizing practices and things like that because there was Mm -hmm. no season Mm -hmm. good good air quote like obviously sad that we didn't have a season but um you know a little less stress if if you're going to start being the associate AD you didn't have to worry about meets and practices and traveling for those things so mm-hmm. did you also mention he was a maple leaf i forget no i forgot yeah 2002 yeah Goshen 2002 graduate. graduate yep this man bleeds purple yeah. and white <laughs> i yep i do <laughs> i do no it's good it's 20 years 20 years in goshen now how does that how does that sound uh, it sounds like a long time i didn't <laughs> i didn't mean for it to be that long um but i've really enjoyed 
my time at Goshen as a student and an athlete and then working as a coach and administration and being able to do some other things. So I've just appreciated getting to know Goshen a little bit better. But 20 years sounds like a long time. Yeah. Um, it's half my life. So yeah, yeah. it is a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so before we dive in too much about the cross country and things like that, you've also been the head track field track and field coach men's mm-hmm. and women's but there is a change in certain regard with that take us through what's mm-hmm. kind of going on with mm-hmm. your role within cross or the track program yeah so i still am currently the head track coach but we are hiring a new head track coach and that's a, a full-time position full-time role and we're doing that because um it's really hard to recruit and manage in season all the time you know and we, there's not an off season and there's a lot of management that happens and as we're looking to grow our programs, track is a, a good strategic investment to grow in. And so if we have somebody focused on track recruiting and management of the programs and separate from cross, we can help really grow that program to where it needs to be. It helps me focus a little bit more on administrative roles as well. So there's there's kind of some other changes too. not not that they're changing, but just leaning more into the associate role. And what does that mean? And how can I support Erica and the work that she's doing? How can we grow our department strategically as administrators and letting go of that head track role is a good way to to start that growth of the program. That makes sense to me because yeah. you've had over the last couple of years, like I don't even know how you've put everything together. You just have so much on your plates. Impressive from my point of right. view. You and, know? And, and like four kids. Four yeah, kids. we have four kids. Yeah, so yeah. like it's not like he goes home and he takes a nap. Yeah. Like he's got <laughs> yeah. four kids running around, you know, so. So this man's going... 24 7 all the time it's crazy yeah, i'm surprised he has time to even talk to us at this point right. so well i'm not worried about track anymore so yeah. <laughs> just hiring somebody yeah but will you still be like an assistant track like help with the distance kids i'm guessing yeah i'll help with the distance athletes and then as far as onboarding the new head track coach i won't just like turn it over and not help them out we'll kind of right. onboard whoever that person is and help them along the way until we figure things out but a main focus on recruiting, that'll be a, a big focus for us and growing that number of the program. Mm-hmm. That's pretty smart. I had, I was actually talking with um, Scott Lancaster a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. Goshen head track coach, and he said the smart thing to do is to let the distance coaches coach the distance kids you know, within the program. Because we were doing a story about Dave Stuckey from Wallace who had passed away, and he was like, yep. I just thought my the distance coach, the cross-country coach, they've always coached the distance kids. So I figured that was probably a smart move for you in that regard of, like, you know, coaching everyone. You probably obviously enjoyed it, I'm guessing, but still, it's mm-hmm. a lot of work. And if you want to really grow the track and field programs, it does sound like mm-hmm. this is a smart move to, to do. So Yeah, and I've, I've been lucky to have really good event coaches. I don't like to call them assistant coaches because they're in charge of their event. So they're the head coach of their event. And I've had great event coaches that have really helped bring that the track program up into the national spotlight a little bit we've had Mm -hmm. sprints throws jumps and distance at the national level it's not just one thing but we've had multiple things so kyle mishler is a goshen grad i think 08 and john cook is our sprints coach and he was my teammate in college and so we've been able to to onboard some goshen people bring them back and help build that program so they've done a really good job yeah kyle mishler with a uh, great uh, athlete on his resume, Sam Grew, you know, mm-hmm. Paralympic champion. So that's a mm-hmm. good selling point too. Hey, this guy's literally coached some of the best high jumpers in the world. I mean, I, yeah. what Sam Grew does, you mm-hmm. know. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So uh, good luck with you know 
hire a new coach. I know new softball coach as well, looking yeah. for a new softball coach. So yep. that should be fun as an associate AD. So Yeah. I don't know if fun is the word you use <laughs> for it, but it's something to do so we don't get too well, bored. Right? Softball program's in a good spot right now, too. Yeah. It's had a really nice season. So mm -hmm. hopefully that someone can come in and maybe take it to the next step, yeah. next level. So yeah, should be interesting. So um, yeah, so let's talk a little cross country. Evan, sure. you, uh, we, we, we wrote out some questions, so I'm going to you know, let Evan talk a little bit here. I promise he he's part of this podcast too. So okay. I've talked a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You said hello. Maybe how you want to be back in Florida. <laughs> but other than that. <laughs> but over the last seven years since you've taken over the men's and women's uh, cross country programs, uh, what have been some of the biggest keys in your mind to being able to grow it into what it is now, in your opinion? Finding the right people that want to be part of the program. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we've had national success, but we have had national success in the past but it hasn't been sustainable. I feel like, uh, not that it's wrong, but you learn things as you've been in a role for a while and you learn who's gonna fit the culture of your program and you bring in athletes that can fit that culture of your program. And when you have a good culture of your program, that builds itself. Mm -hmm. And so we've been able to attract people that have been good fits for our culture and then they work hard and, and develop themselves into national qualifying athletes or competitive athletes or just like really solid people that help boost the program in a number of different ways. We have great leadership all throughout our program. Um, but one focus for me was recruiting the top local, I'll call them talent, but it's not talent. They work really hard. So mm -hmm. it's kind of talent takes away from the work that's put in there. Um, but just trying to keep the top athletes home and showing them that they have a program that they can be successful in close by and working to build that relationship with the community and the coaches around here along with the students. Do you feel like you have the blueprint down now or is, is the culture always changing or things always changing? It, it always changes because we lose some to graduation and we bring some new ones in. So the culture always changes. And I don't know if you can ever have like one way of doing things because you're working with people and there's just human nuances that, that happen. Um, but I feel like we do a good job yearly at finding value in what everybody mm -hmm. can bring and if each person feels like they have a value and a purpose they're a lot more invested in the culture of the program than if they just think they're there because they're fast or not fast right mm -hmm. you, you mentioned something about the local talent we were actually gonna, had that written down as a future question but we'll, let's, mm -hmm. we'll ask it now I mean not just you know we, obviously like we at the Goshen News have been a lot about Drew Hogan Anthony Roberts the big kind of boys men's recruits that you've been able to get for this in incoming year two of the best runners at their respective schools histories really um cross country and track uh but when you look at both rosters it's not just the men that are local talent the women's team most of it is local talent i mean summer cooper concord graduate as well who's been very good for you guys mm -hmm. um you know you got a couple other from goshen sophia yorty and, and natalie Escada coming in mm -hmm. this year um you know obviously you want to recruit recruit the local talent, but there's got to be local talent there first to be able to recruit mm -hmm. it. So what does that maybe say in the last five, 10 years that you guys, that this area has been able to produce college level talent, you know, because mm -hmm. it used to feel like it was, pardon if this is wrong, but it used to be Northridge and everyone else for a while in cross country. And now every school has got a couple guys and girls that can really run at the college level. Mm -hmm. I, th I think that comes from good coaching and our area is not short in good coaching. Um, Mike Wynn at Goshen has done a great job for longer than 20 years. He's been here longer than I've been around. For a while, yeah. Um, and then coach, 
I think Matt Nicholson is his name at Concord. Yep. I, won't, I always mess up his last name, but he does a really good job at Concord. He's been around for a while. But when you look at, at other programs, you mentioned Goshen and Concord, but Northridge has a good, rich history, and they've got um, – and that's that's earned. They work very hard, but they have good coaches up there. And when you look around, there's a lot of good coaches in the area that do a good job at getting – young student athletes excited about running which is a hard thing to do because mm-hmm. running is not a lot of fun sometimes <laughs> but, sometimes okay, or all the time depending on who you are yeah but if you if you have a, a young student who finds value in what they're doing they're going to develop as they do that and i i appreciate the high school coaches around here that don't just like push their kids for performance in high school they realize there's something that can come afterwards that's bigger and hopefully better um, so that's where you get Drew and you get Anthony and, and Natalie and some of the other local ones summer that we've had. Um, their coaches just get them to really enjoy running. And when they get to college, my job's easy. I just get to let them run a little bit more. And so <laughs> yeah. that's what they do. What's uh, what's maybe been the hardest part of kind of building up the programs? You know, the culture, I'm guessing maybe it's establishing that culture, but what, what other hurdles has there been, you think, in trying to really get these programs, you know, two of the better ones on campus, you know, mm-hmm. currently the men's and women's cross-country programs? Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I'm a hurdle myself. I have to learn. <laughs> and, you know, I know what I know, but I, I don't know what I don't know. And yeah. so it's it's constantly learning and finding out some some new ways of applying what we can do. Um, it's been finding out how to fine tune the, the tempo of our workouts, I guess, so that we peak at the right time. And we've been about two weeks short of that. And so we're doing some different things this summer. And so there's this constant learning and evolution that happens within our program and it matches the culture and the athletes that are coming in or leaving. And we, we talk a little bit about legacy with our athletes and they don't leave the legacy of their times as much as how they made people feel and how they made the program better. And so we're constantly looking for ways to keep the program in a better place than it was when, when we started. And sometimes that's with addition of people. And sometimes, um, I've recruited based off of talent alone and I've had two instances where that hasn't been a fruitful thing. They've been very talented and, and good for us, but it wasn't something that was positive to have in our culture. So growing pains like that along the way have, I don't want to say slowed our growth, but those lessons are important to learn. And so as I'm here a little bit longer, those lessons have have begun to show um, how they can be productive. So Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, both teams are kind of set up for success here in the near future. I'm just curious, obviously, with success, ex- expectations come up. As a coach, how do you kind of manage those? Uh, that's tricky um, because... You know, we have a lot of All-Americans on the program, and mm-hmm. and there's this expectation of, like, you know, we're going to get to nationals. And if we forget about what the process is, then we don't make it to nationals anyway, so we don't get a chance to be an All-American. And so coming back to hum- humble ourselves around the fundamentals of what it means to build yourself up back into that position. And so we do take a break and kind of we don't communicate with each other um, a lot, or they're just out running some easy miles, so they'll go, like, four or five or three or four miles a day and with no purpose of a workout but just to be like let's go enjoy ourselves for a little bit and we do try to I have a a single word for the year that I focus on and this year it is process because we know what we have as far as athletes go and and there's there's a long list of high level athletes on the team and if we don't focus on the process somewhere along the way we'll get tripped up and we might not even make it to nationals and so our dream of how high we're going to place at nationals has to come after we get there. Mm-hmm. And so that part of that process leads us to get there. 
and right now we're in the middle of of the summer grind, which is boring running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no workouts. You're by yourself. Um, you don't have any meets coming up. But that's a very important part of our process. It's injury prevention. It's fitness building. It's doing all the right things to build that base. And if we're just focused on the success that we could have, we're not going to have the success that we should have. So just trying to pull back from how good we think we are to just knowing that you should do the fundamental things to make yourself better. Do you have to worry at all about keeping your athletes accountable? I know with the culture you've built, it might be easier because of that, but do you still struggle at all with that at all? With some, a few, Mm -hmm. um, but not very much. And it's more on the other end of it. I have to let them be less accountable okay, um, so that they're not feeling like they're missing out on something or pushing too hard. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Like I, I don't want them to run too much right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's really like dialing it back to where I don't have to make sure they're running, but like how much are you running? Cause I don't want you to do too much. It's a better problem to have than the other, than the other side of things. Yeah. It is. I'd rather, enough, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather slow somebody down than try to speed them up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Specifically, specifically for your men's team this upcoming year, you have all five of the guys who scored the points at the national meet for you last year coming back. Obviously, Nelson Kemboy leads that group, two-time All-American, 21st in the, na- the nation, the, na- the national meet last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got guys like Drew and Anthony coming in and other guys already within the program that are going to be competing for those sixth and seventh varsity spots. Um I'm not an expert by any means on your past rosters, but where does this one maybe rank in terms of talent that's already there and established? And it's got to be near the high high on the list, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. I think, so I've been around since 2014. I was an assistant coach. And that team in 2014 made nationals. And was I would still maybe argue that that's the most talented team as far as just like pure running ability that Goshen's ever had. They made the national meet and I think finished 27th or 28th. Um, and then the next year we had some of that talent, but we didn't have the culture. And so it didn't carry over and we had to rebuild that. Um, physically, the group that we have can do a lot of pretty special things. But I think what makes them unique is how they are as people. Like they're just hardworking, good people. And they're not motivated by the extrinsic success but like the intrinsic award from doing their their best work and like working hard and doing it together so i think there may have been equal or more talent in the past but the group dynamic is better this year than i think it's ever been it's gotta be a good feeling right that's that's kind of what you've been building for the last seven years i'm guessing is yeah to have a program not just good on good on the track but good off the track too yep yeah, and they, they get good grades and they don't get in trouble on campus and I don't have to worry about what they're doing on the weekends um, unless they're running too much. <laughs> but it's, it is, I feel like that's something that you can expect is just for people to do the right thing and it's not asking too much for people to want to do the right thing. And so we just try to build that that culture within our program of like, you're just doing the right thing and you're, you'll be better because of it, but all of your teammates benefit because of it as well. And this reciprocity and how people understand how they work together is important to us. And I just have a quick question too about, mm-hmm. you know, wh- how hard is it to go from three miles in high school to five miles in college? Like, what is that going to be like for guys like Drew and Anthony making that leap, you know, to the college mm-hmm. level? Um, they're strong enough mentally and physically that they'll not struggle a lot with it. 
they'll have put in the work to make sure that their bodies can handle it and mentally they'll they have expected this to last a little bit longer than it's lasted in the past um, but there still is some surprise when you come through the 5k your first time and you're like oh no I have 3k more to go it's like nine to ten minutes left that's it it's a little bit of time so there's some adjustment but because of how they work and because of the examples that their teammates set I think that they'll be fine with it yeah so obviously we've mentioned your associate AD at Goshen College has that role kind of been what you've expected over the last couple of years have you embraced it overall being mm-hmm. a part of that you know obviously your spot as the associate ad leadership position <laughs> yeah, leader. leadership position that's the word. I think is what Evan was that's the word i was there. looking for yeah what has that been like um it grows and evolves it's kind of a new and reimagined position we've had it in the past but then it went away and so now it's coming back and i think with erica being a new ad and i'm new to any sort of administration it's like, what do we want this to look like? Because mm-hmm. there's not a blueprint for it at the college. And what does is, what is an associate AD look like at the college? And how can I support the other coaches? How can I support Erica? And how, how can I support the institutional mission of what we're doing in this role? And so it's, it's reimagined. And I think last year was a learning year where we just kind of gathered some ideas and information. And this year, we've been a little bit more um, specific about how we're going to use the associate AD role. And so then the track coach position comes in and it allows me to step more into the administrative role and step out of the track role a little bit. Is that a position you wanted in the past or does it just kind of fall in your lap? Or I enjoy my time institutionally when I get to go other places on campus and mm-hmm. meet with other people. So academics, um, our physical plan and, and just get to partner with other entities on campus. And so I think it would it would feel limiting to me to just focus all my time in athletics and mm-hmm. being in the associates role. I can get outside of athletics and just um, be on other committees, um, integrate myself with other people, um, tell our athletic story to other people. And so then we kind of start to take control of a narrative that maybe we haven't had control of in the past and get to communicate our messages out. Yeah. You kind of mentioned that you guys have maybe figured out what the specifics of the associate AD role will be. Are you able to like disclose any of those specifics or is it just like, yeah, we're going to be doing different things like with the role? Yeah, that, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it'll, it'll just be serving on committees or, um, this summer I spent three weeks in Arizona with 10 of our track and cross country team members. And then taking my experience from that and being able to, to communicate with our global engagement offices and how did that work and how can we reimagine some programs like that and so just formalizing some of the things that I've already been doing but in in a more administrative way where I kind of get asked to go to more meetings which isn't Mm -hmm. that exciting Um, but (laughs) but it's all about the student athletes and and their experience and so it helps me manage their experience throughout the whole college a little bit differently than if I was just coaching in athletics yeah it's gotta be nice nice feeling yeah yeah. So. Was the Arizona trip recent? Recent, like the last few weeks, or last I was month? gone the whole month of June. He looks okay. pretty tan. It looks like it was very recent. Yeah, yeah I know you can't see him at home. But <laughs> well, I run slow tan. too, so when I'm outside, <laughs> get that, get that tan. Well, everyone's running slow right now. That's the whole point, right? <laughs> yeah, that's everyone's the whole point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I haven't seen Nelson running past, running too hard past my apartment the last couple yeah. of weeks. He's Not yet. All, very light jock. Good. Good. Very light. Yeah. Like almost walking. So. So yeah. my pace. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so we had a couple. Um, 
we wrote rapid fire questions. Okay. Down. They're not, there's only a couple of them here. We're not going to sure. run through like 20. So, okay. but we got a couple different questions that might be a little fun and a little easier than asking about your expectations for the 2022. I'm going to sure. ask you that same question probably in three or four weeks anyways. For, That's fine. You know, <laughs> yeah. we'll see what the answer is in four weeks. Or maybe we'll just pull this quote from your, from the podcast. We'll just save you. Save you a phone call, so. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it works for you. Okay, thank you for laughing at that, Evan. I really it was good. It. That was yeah, good. okay. Okay, rapid fire, okay. kind of. Rapid fire, kind of, with Rustin Nice. All right. What's your, what is your favorite movie? I don't know. That's that's a hard question to answer. What? That's question. the hard, it's a hard it's one? It's a hard question. That's a, yeah, I don't remember many of the movies. I like Zoolander because it's like ridiculous and silly yes. and you don't have to think about it. So I'll say Zoolander. Zoolander. That's probably good entertainment after like putting four kids to bed and, you know. Yeah. That's it's, a good pick. Yeah, Zoolander just, is a funny movie. It's silly, right? And you, yeah. don't, you don't have to engage much with the thinking. So it's kind of like a no thought. It's funny in ways where it's not supposed to be funny. Right. So have you ever tried doing exactly. the pose? No, I have not. I'm, I'm not that type of model. So no, no. I'm just like for fun at like a, you know, hanging out with friends. Nope, I'm I a pretty have, modest guy. So yeah, I don't know if I have either. To be honest, it's just so stupid though. It's very serious and like I'm not gonna try to do it. Blue steel, I think, is what it's Blue called. Blue steel, which it, this it's the same pose every time. It yeah. just changes the name. Yeah. So I feel, I feel. I mean, me personally, I feel like this is maybe a little easier okay. of a question. I guess it depends on the person, but. Uh, Favorite musician slash music genre? Um, I like the group Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, good so pick. yeah, good pick. that that's my favorite musician group. Right, Freddie so, Mercury. Yeah, of course. Have you, did you see the movie? I did see the movie. Which, what were your thoughts? Did you like it? I did like it. Yeah, historical. It's got a good context for what was going on during the time, so I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Does that yeah. Mean, does that mean rock is your favorite music genre? Probably. I think it depends on what I'm looking for. Yeah. Right. Do I want to calm down? Am I with the kids and then I have to listen to something so I better like it? Right. Baby Shark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> um, we sing silly songs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it just depends what I'm looking for. Like if I want to calm down or if, if you know if I'm just trying to focus on something, it it depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could so, say the uh, same, yeah. The, the movie question went very well, so this one will go well, too. What is okay. your uh, favorite TV show? Oh, it, I don't know. It depends what we're watching. Um, I'm trying to think what we just watched. So my oldest son is 14, and he started watching Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I guess that's what I'll say that we're watching now. I don't know if it's my favorite show or not. It's entertaining in its own way, um, but there's been a lot of those series that have been entertaining. I like The Office, again, because it's like there's not a lot of thought and it's kind of silly, but I haven't watched it for a while. So so your son's going to be a freshman in high school? Yep. Where is he? Uh, I guess Goshen? Yeah. Bethany. Bethany? Yeah. Oh, that makes yep. sense, too. Yeah, Goshen yep. College, Bethany. Yeah. Yep. Running cross like country. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to look for his name on the roster now. Yep, so. you should. Yeah. All right. Evan, rapid fire question number four. This is in his wheelhouse, probably. Um, favorite place to go for a run in this area? I like the Orchard Loop. We mm-hmm. call it from campus, and so we start by going down past Bethany, mm-hmm. and then we hop over, go through Violet Cemetery, and then hop over Kircher again and, and run through the Orchard, and then we can come back through um, town by the middle school on the mill race, or we can go through town or extend it further and go to the end of the mill race past the chief. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's our way to keep our eye on the president. She lives in the orchard, and so we run past her house and just make sure she's doing what she's supposed to do. So <laughs> that's probably why it's my favorite route. Yeah, yeah. I hope she doesn't. She doesn't listen to this. So 
Well, I hope not either. She might. <laughs> I'll, I'll let her know not to. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last one. Um, what is your favorite memory of your time at Goshen College, whether it be as an athlete or as a coach? Maybe one of each, if you want to throw that out there. Uh, my favorite time as an athlete was like running faster than I ever thought I could have. I didn't come in as a runner, and so just accomplishing being on a varsity team in cross country was something I never thought I would do. So I appreciated that memory as a student athlete, um, as a coach. Oh, there are a lot of great memories. There's not one that stands out. It's watching, it's watching each athlete finally believe in, in themselves and what they do and seeing that it's, and when they get it, you can see that they get it. And that goes back to my teaching days. Like when a kid gets something, then they just look different. And so when, when a student athlete believes in themselves and they accomplish what they finally are capable of accomplishing there's just that sense that they it's like relief and Mm -hmm. enjoyment fulfillment and like each time you get to see that it doesn't that's my favorite moment but it changes from person to person and it happens multiple times so it's not one moment but just one moment for that student athlete yeah that satisfaction you get of being a coach yeah so that's why people coach man they love seeing the kids their athletes develop and become you know, they reach their maximum potential. Yeah. Basically. Yep. So awesome. Any other questions, Evan? Any other rapid fire questions that you think of off the top of your head? Because I'm, I'm, I think we're good. I'm, I'm good. I think we've hit them with a lot. Yeah. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. We could, we should have like got the game like 20 Q and we could have played that. Yeah. That would have been fun. He hit us with a lot of good answers though. So oh, do you have you any go. questions for us? What's Russell? your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Yeah. Uh, probably pizza. I grew up in Chicagoland, so like that's okay. that was like three nights a week. Okay. So, and yeah. Evan, you're from Florida, right? Yeah. So what's your favorite food? Uh, I mean, I would say pizza as well, but okay. since I'm from Florida, eat seafood a lot. Okay. I do like shrimp. I'm a shrimp guy. Okay. So what's your favorite food, Mr. Northwestern Ohio? Uh, cookies. <laughs> yeah. My mom make, makes really good monster mm. cookies, and so they've yeah. got the oatmeal, peanut butter, M&Ms. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. That is That sounds amazing. Yeah. Next time she makes some, like... You know. They they won't make it out of my house, so yeah. you're gonna have to find your way over. Maybe she, can't she like make the drive to Goshen and like to get him for like a meet, you know? Or she could maybe, yeah. Yeah, like you guys are gonna yeah. run at Bethel this year. You yeah, know? we can it's all meet enough. up and you know get some cookies. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let her know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. This yeah. is nice. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anything else? Any no, I don't think so. No. Okay. No, I'm just curious. No hard questions for no us. No hard questions. No. Okay. Well, that's good. So. Um, well, Rustin, we really appreciate you having you in. It's been fun, I think. Yeah. Uh, would you agree? I would agree, yeah. Yeah, we had yeah. a good time. Yep. Yeah. Good, Evan, good. would you say it was a good time? It was a great episode, latest episode of the uh, Goshen News Sports Podcast. Yeah. Fantastic. Do you want to take us home? Do you want to take us home, Evan? All right. Well, here we are. Thank you, listeners. That, that'll wrap up another edition of the uh, Goshen News Sports Podcast. For Rustin Nice, Goshen College Associate Athletic Director and also Head Coach of the Men's and Women's Cross Country Teams, Austin Huff, Goshen News Sports Editor, this is Evan Leepak, Goshen News Sports Reporter, signing off once again. <laughs>